It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Good evening, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, good Looking evening. Looking good as every night. And you as well. Oh, I do what I can. You are so romantic. That's what oh, our show is about. <laughs> I mean, you're not trying to romance me, but we are about <laughs> romance and love and dating and all that good and stuff. And a dose of reality because, Angie, that's yeah. you, all right? That's my department. Yes. You give them a nice pet and I give them a big spank or a smack. <laughs> oh, or a, No, ooh, la la. Okay, Angie. We're about that, too. Yep. Um, so, Simon, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to talk to you later in the show about asking questions from our last show on dates, how you um, talk to people if you don't know anything about them. And you were saying that it is a good way to learn how to compliment someone when you ask them questions. But we also want to take some calls because as soon as we walked in tonight, the phones were lit up. So there's people that need advice. Indeed. And if you need un- any advice at any time, 855-905-8255. Our lines are open. Let's see what the people say next, Simon. Yes. On The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Like I said, our phone lines are open if you need advice or want to comment on anything we're talking about with love, dating, relationships. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, please call us, 855 855- 905-8255. Right now, Simon, let's say hi to Katrina listening in Bloomfield, Michigan on 100.3 WNIC. Hey, Katrina. Bonjour, Katerina. Hi. Bonjour. How are you? Bonjour. What's going on? Good. Um, <laughs> well, I have a weird situation. Um, I was in a relationship for seven years, and I ended it because he was just being terrible, so I ended it. And then um, we continued to, you know, do the ooh-la-la. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I like it. For, okay. <laughs> yeah. For the last six months. But then um, on Facebook, he posted um, that he was, for, you know, single for the last six months and that he is ready to move on and love again. So. Which I lost, okay. I, I lost it on him. I called you, him up and I screamed at him. <laughs> But wait a minute. So you guys were dating for seven years, and then yeah, you we were broke up. For two. Oh, you were engaged. Yeah, and, we were engaged and for the last two. Why? Can I ask why the marriage never happened? Is it too deep? Um, well, I I just think he um he didn't want to save the money. He just thought it was going to be like an easy like let's go to the courthouse kind of thing. Do you feel like he was just proposing to like keep you happy because you'd been together for so long? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay, so, and then after you guys break up, you start, like, just hooking up after that. Mm-hmm. You're, like, friends with benefits, so to speak. Yeah. And, and now he's publicly saying he's looking for love. So, but you were willingly hooking up, mm-hmm. friends with benefits. Yeah. Um, did yeah. you believe that it was more than that? I thought maybe we could get back on the same page. Katerina, I'm sorry to ask this question. It might be inappropriate, but you said he was a terrible man, but you never explained to us why. And I want to understand why he was terrible and why would you want to go back with a terrible man? I know that's a, a good question. That's what my mother asked me <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. So what? Like, what was so bad? Uh, I just think he's like very manipulative. Okay. Well, uh, he's. Cl- I mean, he must be because he convinced you to be friends with benefits, probably knowing that you love him, right? You want to get back together. You want to make it work. He doesn't want to make it work. He just wants the benefits. 
of the ooh-la-la with yeah. no strings attached. But, okay, I'm going to identify a little bit, but I think I've been in your shoes in a way you stay in a relationship that is unhealthy because you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid to put the word and, Katerina, right? I mean, so, right, right we've all been there. I've been there. Oh, but my sure. biggest fear is being rejected, all of us. I think that's everybody. Yes, so I would understand to that answer to why would you stay with such a bad guy? Because, you know, I love him and I'm afraid of rejection. It's something that's... Well, sometimes it's a drug. You know, the yeah. the, uh, the relationship can be... You said that your ex or your boyfriend, whatever, was manipulative. The manipulation yeah. is working and it's making you believe that, you know, he's probably like giving you little crumbs here and there to make you believe that it's going to be okay. And he's he is manipulating, but you're taking the bait because you're still there and you're getting something out of it. So what are you getting out of it? Well, now nothing anymore. <laughs> nothing. So? So now you have two choices. A, you start following your intuition because your best weapon against manipulative men is to follow your intuition. If you don't listen to your female intuition, anybody can manipulate you. Mm -hmm. You have right. this tool, Katerina. So like your mom said, I said, she said, use your intuition, A, and then you'll never date this guy ever again, and you'll meet a man who wants you as much as you want him. The equilibrium of love. I agree, Simon. Right? Katrina? We got I know, you back. I know, I know. Be strong, girl. Be strong. Just delete it and move on, and you'll feel so much better. Maybe not right away, but you will, I promise. Okay, yes. awesome. All right, honey. Bonne chance and be right. strong. Call us anytime you want. I will. Yeah, let us know how you're doing, and good yes. luck, sweetie. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, take Thanks, care. Katerina. Bye. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had Katrina on the phone. Poor thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, long, long, long-term relationship with a the guy. They break up. He's kind of using her and manipulating her now just for ooh-la-la, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. but still putting out into the universe, hey, I want to fall in love. And she's taking it. I think Simon... Uh, with her, we teach people how to treat us, and she's taught him it's okay to treat her that way, and she feels manipulated because she is being manipulated, and you wanted to s say more about it. Yeah, I just because I've been there, so so I would say this, you know, as a guy uh, in my 20s, I think I was manipulated or, you know, by a woman a little bit older than me who was giving me great ooh-la-la mm -hmm. in exchange for, for me taking her shopping, in exchange for me spending some money, it do things ah. that... My brother said, Simon, it, it, it's, it's a woman who's not here for you. She's just here for, you know, the advantage you might provide here and there. I didn't want to hear it, Angie. Right. All right, because I was afraid of rejection. And then my therapist, my shrink, gave me that great advice. He said, listen, at the end of it all, when it comes to relationship between men and women, or same-sex probably, it depends. If you feel it's only one side, right? Right. Then you're in trouble. Right. The equilibrium of love is that you are wanted equally. It may change in time and month because sometimes you're more. But this woman, she doesn't want you, Simon. Mm -hmm. she, and he can see it. You, yes. So remember, you are with somebody who doesn't want you at all. So take that message. So when he told me and, that, it was like a yeah. punch. Well, I, it is the truth, and I'm glad that you're not in that situation anymore. Absolutely not. No. Um, so listen, I want to take some people that have other situations, too, and find out what's going on. We're going to play our game, our favorite game, Zet or Dump, a website needing advice that came into simonandangie.com. That's next on mm -hmm. The Rendezvous.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take your questions on love, dating, romance, and relationships on our website, too. Sometimes it's hard to call in the radio show and talk mm-hmm. about your private stuff. SimonandAngie.com. So let's play our favorite game, Date or dump. dump. This is an email we got from Zoe. I love that name. Zoe listening in Oakwood, Texas on Mix 104.7. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, I went on a first date with a guy. We went to a bar. We were having a good time. Um, but during the date, uh, I noticed that he got up to talk to some women at a table near us. My date, I should say, is a black man. I'm a white woman. Mm-hmm. The table he went over to was a table full of black women. Mm-hmm. When he came back, I asked if he knew them, work, friends, or whatever. He said, no, but I felt like I had to say something because black women feel a certain type of way about white women and black men dating. And I felt like I had to reassure them. So Zoe is put off by it saying he said he was sorry, uh, but he felt like he had to do that. I feel awkward. Now I'm, like, insecure. Should I date or Mm. dump him? Simon, um, that's a very heavy situation. At the same time, there's so many ways this could go. I want to have your opinion. I mean, here I look immediately at the black man in the room. Jordan is here. Jordan, I want to know what you would say about this dude, too. in this whole situation, because it's not just a dating etiquette thing. It's a what is going on thing. Let's let's talk about that next. Yeah. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have an interesting email that came in uh, to simonandangie.com. Yes. This is Date or Dump, this segment. It's a woman named Zoe listening in Texas. Mix 104.7 says, hey, I went on a date with a guy. Uh, I'm white. He's black. Mm-hmm. On this date, they were out at a patio table behind them. Uh, black women. Her date gets up to go to the table to talk with them for a little bit, comes back and she says, oh, do you know them? Work, friends, whatever. He says, no, it's just a little weird. People feel kind of like, I felt like I had to explain or reassure them because I was out with a white girl. And she's confused as to why he would do that during a date. To me, that seems very, very extra. Not necessary at all. But I want to get your take, Simon. Yeah. Um, Jordan, hey. <laughs> I, jo- as soon as I was reading this story, Jordan's like, she's going to come to me because I'm black <laughs> and I'm sitting here. Uh, Jordan, like first, before Simon and I give our answer, what do you think about that? I think unless he was going to defend her, like if he heard those women say something about their her, table or, or her, their date, yeah, uh-huh. then I think it's cool. If he just went over there and was like, hey, fellow black people, Hi. don't, like, you know. Let's have the handshake, yeah, secret like, handshake, and we're all good and everything's fine. Yeah, like, if, you're, if you're like, oh, it's it's cool. You like, know, why this are you is the nothing. representative of black yeah, culture? Like, that's that's messed up just because obviously he's insecure about right. being with her. Well, you've dated white women. Do you feel like, uh, like no, you have I to explain yeah, yourself? No, I don't. Because, you shouldn't have to explain yourself for dating anybody. Right. A relationship is you and that other person, not right. everybody else. Thank so. you. Thank you. All right, Simon, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, Jordan really summarized it well. I mean, let's forget the colors or the, anything else than two people. I mean, it's it's just rude to leave the table to speak to other unknown people. people unless they're dear friend of yours say hi and you introduce them, you date. Right, you bring but, the other person into the conversation. Yeah, so this is just rude, plain and simple, Zoe. I just, I, I just, so. the rest is is almost irrelative. Who, what? 
what what the reason was. Yeah, or yeah. I honestly think nobody should leave a table unless it's close friends and then introduce you to them. Otherwise, this guy's just not that into you or a player, and he's right. just showing you that he has other options, and uh, maybe other women be. liked him or this and that. So that, I didn't think I about feel that. play a flag here. So and I just don't like it, Zoe. You say I said dump, dump, and dump. I didn't think about that part of it. I also didn't think about the fact that maybe those girls were saying bad things about her, and he was trying to uh, extinguish the right. situation. If, if it were that kind of thing, and maybe that's could... what why he didn't tell his date because he didn't want his date to get mad, and then all of a sudden, like people are yelling at each other or whatever it is. If that's the case, then he's a really good guy. That's great, but like, yeah. how do you know? Right. Maybe she should ask. But you should ignore it. Wait a minute, John. Wait. If if let's say let's say you're at dinner, you should ignore no, it. No, let's say because you're right. You are right. You are right. You just should ignore it and have dinner. Right. I mean, unless you hear loud stuff and right. comments that's what of I meant. like if it, they're like heckling, and then them, he should diffuse then, it exactly. But if they're just talking under their breath and he happened to overhear, then I would feel like, well, why are you in our conversation? You weren't a part of this. I wasn't talking to you. Right. So I, uh, you say dump. I said dump. Jordan, this man is rude. You. Yeah, I say dump. Dump? I say dump, too. Dump. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dude. Yeah. Like, you're not the spokesperson for United Colors of Benetton. No. You don't speak for everybody, okay? Yeah, and, and it's not even about <laughs> that, so. No, exactly. All right, no, it's just about common courtesy. That's and it. Focusing on your date right. and manners. tuning out the noise. You know, some right? manners and respect. I like it. Thank you, Jordan, and thank you, Simon. More Thanks, of Angie. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. On our show the other day, our last show, we were talking about when you're on a first date, whether it's a blind date or you've never met really, you just met online or something, uh, or you know each other maybe a little bit. Um, and sometimes conversation can be strained. It can be one-sided. Somebody's mm-hmm. asking all the questions. Somebody's doing all the answering. It feels like a job interview. What are you? some good questions to ask, do you think, on a date to get to know somebody better? I'm single, so I go on dates a lot. all the time. Uh-huh. And you don't anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> Hopefully not. At least that's what we're telling everyone. I'm just kidding. No, no, no I do no, not. I you're not. So I like to know, you know, your relationship with your parents. Key thing, right? Because you learn to love and hate and have a relationship looking at your parents. Do you feel like you would judge if you asked somebody about their relationship with their parents and it was a strenuous relationship or a bad relationship with their parents? Do you feel like you would judge them it from all de- that? It all depends how they say the story. Let me oh, give you okay. an example, okay? Let's say you're a girl and you have a terrible father that was... Very abusive, okay? Yeah. If you tell me uh-huh. how it was, but you don't defend him, you're in right. a healthy zone. But if you start oh, telling okay. telling me, you know, how terrible he was, and then you start defending him, oh, okay. then I know I'm not the man for you. Okay. Right? I like that. So the truth is always good. I don't judge somebody for their childhood, but how you define what's good and right. And what you learned from it. Because I think even if you're a victim of something like that, what yes. you were just describing... There's always something to learn from every situation in life. Yes, and not defend the bad. Right, don't the defend unhealthy, the unhealthy, the sick, and the violence. Yeah, don't I defend agree. it. Okay, let's talk more about what you think is a good conversation starter on a date or an icebreaker. That's next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about first dates. Mm -hmm. What kind of 
questions are leading questions to help you figure out who this person really is. Let's go to the line uh, listening right now is Irina in San Benito, Texas on KISS 105.5. Hey, Irina. Bonjour, hey. Irina. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. I don't really have a go-to, but I did have an experience. It's kind of a hard one to bring up, but I sort of try to feel out what their spiritual and or religious beliefs are because I've been on a date where we had very, very different views. Okay. I just like to make sure that whoever whoever I'm with is not going to try and like push me, you know, gotcha. you know, try like try and... to change who you are mm-hmm. in yeah, whatever way yeah. your ideologies, your yeah, 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 respectful on on both sides. That okay, you have yours and I have mine, and we're not going to like be butting heads or it's not going to be a yeah, it's not going to be a bone of contention. Your entire relationship yeah. should it go there. I think that's a big one. The religion, yeah. the politics, the family. Did you ask that on the first date, can I ask? Because that seems a little heavy for a first date, the religion question. I mean, if it conversation kind of naturally goes that direction. Naturally. You just try and, and get a hint. <laughs> exactly. You said the magic word. And naturally organic and conversation, if that comes up, of course. But after all, if the guy's like this, better know it sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So like this, mm-hmm. you'll never have to date him again. and He right. doesn't have to date you. You got it out of the way. So I don't mind awkwardness. Okay. I want to know the truth okay. on date one. I want to know how far you're going to go, Simon. So um, thank you so much for calling us tonight, Irina. I uh, want to talk more about that. More of what is appropriate on a first date. Yeah, Getting talk. to know someone next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a call that came in about this conversation of first dates. How inappropriate is it to ask things about religion, family, future family planning, uh, past dating history, politics? I mean, there are some things like, you know, if you go to dinner with your family, holiday dinner, you don't bring up religion and politics because you know what that's going to be a huge Mm -hmm. fight, right? Yes. So is it okay on a first date? Is it okay if it's organic? Our last caller said, hey, if it comes naturally, I'll state what I think. Um, But if they have opposing views, maybe it's not for me, Simon. Um, You're a big fan of putting it all out on the table. Oh, 100%. Date one. Now, yeah, now. You know, in my late 40s, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste your time. Don't waste mine. Listen, I have strong beliefs in 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 politics, in religion, in ethics, in right and wrong and all this. Mm-hmm. And either we're on the same page and we're not. I, I, and so here's the difference. In my younger years, because the ulala was the number one priority, right. I could have sugar talk everything to make you feel... Oh, it's nice first date, second date, then ooh la and then you discover you're not on the same page. Right. And I'm wasting your time and yours. So, Angie, I know I talk about I talk about religion. I talk about everything if it comes organically. I don't come with an agenda and like A, B, C, D, E, okay? Do you feel like that's an age thing? Like, yes. Yeah, because, because your objectives are different. Yeah, now I want it to work. Okay. I'm not here just for the ooh la Right. You know, so now I want a good partner. I want somebody to laugh with. But also, and, 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 and for the record, you know, I'm a Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. And I had a date with a woman who was totally opposed on things about Israel and stuff who made me feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Date one. Thank God I never had to see her again. Date one. Date one, but thank you for sharing that with me. How does that, that come me. up organically, though? Because and I'll tell you the story. Because you were telling her that you're of Jewish well, descent. And then, and, we, and then she said, well, talking about this, I don't agree with what the Israelis so she, are doing. She went into Israel and Palestine? Yeah, we her. went there. And I said, what do you mean? And so we, I let her say what she had to say. And I said, we're on total disagreement. Yeah. 
And that was the last time. And I said, well, the last time we'll ever see each other. Well, it's something you're very passionate about, too. Your family's very political. It, it <laughs> runs in your blood. You're also Jewish. So you're bringing in politics and, and religion you, in one conversation. But, but good, good, good. Because yeah. I don't have time to wait. But and, if you were 20... And she's super. Uh, if I was in my twenties, you might just ignore that. I would be if, if, for the if ooh-la-la. I, yeah, just for the ulala, and then. But that I feel now that is not honest. I think the it's right. Not no, I am all. tired of the sugar talking first date or second date. I like you, you like me, and mm-hmm. then let's talk. I think that's a good point because. People will always wonder, well, why, you know, we went on three, four dates. We had ooh-la-la. I thought it was going well. Yeah. It wasn't going well. Someone was just gritting their teeth to get what they wanted out of it. And then once they got it, they were done. I was that guy in my 20s. I made all those mistakes. I think everybody was. Well, but, you know, I can own my mistakes and I've done all that. But now my ethics and, and also maturity doesn't allow me when it comes to certain conversations to just not say what I think. Yeah. Angie, is there one question I could ask you that, let's say we were on the first day, mm-hmm. that you find totally unacceptable? One question, what would that be? How many partners have you had romantically? Okay. Great, great. And you would say no. I, don't I, answer I would that say question. I'm not answering that question. Okay. It's none of your business. Now, on any opinions, not about that, but uh-huh. is there one question you feel is inappropriate on a first day to ask you? Uh, Besides that. Ooh. Politics or, or religion or yeah, I don't. I mean, or would you say uh, yeah? Like, you know, I'm I believe that. I'm politically very open about talking about politics. I think that's a good back and forth as long as people are respectful of that conversation. Religion, I have firm beliefs on right. what I believe, and I don't want to know that you are so opposing at first. There's a question you wouldn't answer, which is how much money you make every year, right? Day Absolutely one. not. Second question: So, how many people you've slept with? And how much money you make? I would never answer. I would be offended that you even asked either of those questions. Me too, Angie. Boom. Boom. We're on the same page. Right on. Okay, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take your emails all the time, simonandangie.com as well. That's all our social too, Simon and Angie. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people want your advice, Simon. You are romantic. You are sweet. You are loving. You lead with your heart. I could be a little bit more harsh. I could crack the whip a little bit but more. But you have a great heart, too. Well, thank you. But people specifically write in for you. So let's go to a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Yes, bonjour. This is Max, who listens in East Lake, Florida on Mix 100.7. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Max. I want to break up with my girlfriend. But mm. we live together. And our lease for our apartment isn't up for another three months. Do you think I should stay until the lease is up? Or do you think I should live with her knowing I want out and be miserable for three months? What do you say, Simon? Max, I think if you're a gentleman and you say, you know, this is the end, we're going to, you know, we should not be together anymore for whatever the reasons are because women deserve to be not lied to. And then if you can, you pay for you half of the lease, so you don't leave her in a situation of difficulty. Ooh, that's if you a can. lot. Three if, months rent? Well, maybe, the maybe you can. We don't know. I couldn't afford three months. Well, that's why you don't leave the girl out before you break up so that she doesn't lose the apartment. If mm-hmm. you can. If you can't, you stay together so that so, pay. So you're saying if you can afford to leave today, pay her out the three months and go, or stay and bite your tongue? Never bite your tongue. Do not bite your tongue. Okay, I want to okay. know how that works. Because you can always leave on, you can always sleep on the sofa for three months. Okay. 
but I don't think anyone should withhold, lie, or blindside somebody. And let's talk a little bit more about this when we come back. Our phones are lighting up all of a sudden. Yeah. 855-905-8255. That's our number. We'll get to the phones next, Simon, yeah. and talk more when we return on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie going off of this uh, a Simon, bonjour Simon Marcel email that came into Simon and Angie. Uh, Max saying that, hey, I live with my girlfriend. I want to break mm-hmm. up with her. I know it right now. I'm done. We have three months left on the lease, though. Do I stay and bite my tongue? Do I move out today? What do I do? Uh, Simon, you said if you can pay her out, pay her out and go. And I, yeah, and before I said that, I said, one, you tell her you want to break up with her. Do not lie, blindside somebody. Number one, be honest. Number two, be you a think gentleman. Three months out, he should tell her that. Yeah, if, if he doesn't have any more love, if it's time, because I don't want to so the ulala and she thinks she's doing this because he loves her, so the honesty protects her mm-hmm. from being used also. Mm-hmm. Right? So I wanted to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If that would happen to you, Angie, what would you prefer as a girlfriend? If my boyfriend was done? Yes. Um, I would probably prefer, if he could afford it, to get the heck out and pay. Sure. But let's be honest, most people can't do that. If he can't do that... I would actually maybe prefer he just kept his mouth shut for a second and then, you know, a couple weeks, then have that conversation because I don't want to feel uncomfortable in my own home for three months. Bite you your tongue. You prefer the unspoken and the truth. For a minute because you're protecting my feelings then a little bit, which I need because I need to feel comfortable in my home. So if you've been faking it already, knowing you feel this way, fake it for, what, 12 more weeks, eight more weeks, whatever it is. Fake it a little bit longer. That's what I prefer. I respect your opinion. That's what I would do personally, and that's what I would prefer, but maybe not everybody feels the same way. It's a great question. What would you prefer? What would you do? All right, well, let's go to the phone next. Like I said, we have calls about living together arrangements, things like that, 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight, 855-905-8255. We're talking about living together and knowing that you want to break up. What would you do if there's three months left on the lease? Um, let's pick up the phones. Omar listening on 93.9 My FM in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Hey, Omar. Hey, guys. How are you? We're Good. great. So Simon and I were talking about would you leave um, and just be done, or would you stay and grit your teeth? What would you do? Honestly, I think there's more to it. I, it makes me wonder why the guy's leaving, because I think that helps play into what he's going to do, whether he's going to screw her on the right or not. Me, personally, I have nothing. I've been through nothing but bad breakups where mm-hmm. I don't typically care what happens afterwards. So me, personally, right. I would just leave her high and dry. Okay, but, well, I know yes, I, I know you had another question of your own regarding cohabitation or something along those lines. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I uh, I, uh, I have a girlfriend I've been going out with for quite a while. Uh-huh. And um, we talked about buying a house together. Financially, I'm set to do that. She's actually going through a divorce but has three young kids. Ooh. Long story short, I buy a pretty big house um, with anticipation of her moving in. And uh, two months after I buy it, she's still not in. We talk about it. We bring it up. She's a little weird. I finally get her to answer, and she's not going to move in. She wants to stay together but do her own thing and stay independent by her own house. Mm. Mm. 
after so, I just wrapped uh, 550. So did you wow. buy this house of this size and magnitude with the with the only reason being that you guys were all moving in together? Now there's going to be five people, or would you have bought this same house regardless of her? No, no, I bought. I, I was going to buy a house. I just a house. Have bought this house. Uh, that big Mac Daddy house for three kids and a girlfriend. Yeah, what do I need three car garage for? And six okay, cars. so she basically stood you up on the date. Long story uh, short, essentially, essentially, I, I, just, I don't. Yeah, it makes me wonder what's going through her mind. I don't know. if She feels like we are coming out of the divorce, and she doesn't want to like burden me. But she knew I bought the house. She was there when I was going through it. She said yes, yeah. yes, yes. Simon, I. I I want your opinion. You're not going to like what I have to say, but I think you played yourself. I think that the fact that you're in that situation without any insurance, you bought half a million dollar home. And it's all and in your name? It, I mean, there's something in me feels that like yeah. maybe she was not as forthright and direct as mm-hmm. she'd have been, but I think you let that happen too uh, by being not cautious enough. And and it's a lesson learned. We all make mistakes, by the way. So listen, I've made all my share. But I really feel, A, she doesn't want to be with you, and B... Maybe you thought buying the big house makes her want you more because you offer that luxury house to her, and it didn't work out. So money yeah. can't buy love. I mean, I, I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I, maybe I'm biased, but I, I don't agree. I, I think, think she's all twisted in her head because of the divorce, and she doesn't know what she's no. up. No, I, I mean, I, I think that she wanted the security of a home for her and her three daughters, but maybe not the right guy for her, right? Like, yeah. so everything you were offering sounds perfect if it was the right dude and there's something that's not connecting between the two of you, at least on her end. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, that sounds great. It sounds great in one side, but not the way you want it. You know, she's not going to give you what you want. Because she can't. Regardless the size of the house or yeah, the money you spent, right. she doesn't want to be with you, man. Whatever, whatever the reason listen, is, listen, I, I, it's I not right. I have decent enough money. I can afford the mortgage. I can completely live there by myself and enjoy it. So but the problem isn't the house. Better, so, the problem you know, is that she yeah. flaked on you. She flaked on you when yeah. you thought you were going to have a future, a life, basically a new family, all in one home. She flaked on you. And you have to think about that Forget the house. Forget everything. She flaked on you as a partner, and that's the problem. Yeah, I never really looked at it that way. But yeah. I, you know what? Again, you guys put things into perspective well, like you do all the time. And Omar, we wish you the best of luck, and you got to have some really uncomfortable, long, serious conversations. Appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Omar. Omar. I'm so sorry, but we wish you all the best, and please call us anytime, okay? Enjoy Listen, the pad. I appreciate it anyway. Right on. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Please hit up our website, simonandangie.com. All the relationship, drama of the evening, love, dating, romance, marriage, Mm. cohabitation. If you missed any of it, it's there. We talked about getting out of toxic relationships. We talked about questions to ask on a first date, like the icebreakers or the leading clues to let you know who you're really sitting across the table from Mm -hmm. and living together and knowing you want to break up. I've been in that situation. It's the worst feeling in the world. You're a prisoner of your own 
home. Well, you don't yeah, want to go yeah, home. Yeah. You don't want to be there. Uh, that's hard, too. But, Simon, when we were talking about toxic relationships, you had a great Simon Says. Thanks, Angie, you know, for, for all the women who have that, you know, your best weapon against manipulation is to follow your intuition. When a man is trying to manipulate you, to sugar talk you, to sweet talk you, and to get to the ooh and you don't know how to get out of it, listen to you, intuition, it will never be wrong. I agree. Never. We've all been in relationships where we knew it didn't feel good, where we were being maybe taken advantage of, where we know we're being manipulated. If it doesn't feel good, get out. Get out. Get Exa- out. Exactly. When it comes to a lot of things in life, the job, the relationship, the friendships, if it doesn't feel good, get out. Absolutely. Yeah. So listen to that intuition. Right on, Simon. Okay, more of the rendezvous tomorrow. In the meantime, like we said, simonandangie.com. Also on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Simon and Angie. And 855-905-8255. Anytime, call, leave a message. If we're not picking up the phone, if Simon's in the bathroom, whatever it is, we <laughs> will course. get back. <laughs> More of The Rendezvous tomorrow with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.